Coming up, a year we will never forget. Because we don't know what's going on. We're living literally hour by hour, aren't we? Like turning off a light switch, it's, it's going to massively affect us. And we will, we'll get through this. Our Rats Year of Challenges, Adversity, Resilience and Kindness. You're listening to Arats Latest with local journalist Jack Ward. Hello and welcome. It's been a year no one saw coming, a year of tragedies, a year of challenges, a year many just want to forget, but 2020 has also been a year of courage, determination, bravery and kindness, demonstrated right here in the community of Ararat. When things got tough, the community came together sent kind letters in the mail, started Facebook groups, performed for free online, supported local businesses on the edge of collapse and looked out for one another. At times it seemed the pandemic was a world away, but locals continued to follow rules and make sacrifices we never imagined we'd have to consider. I've been lucky from my perspective because I have had the ability to capture the year that was. I've had the pleasure of speaking with you, the listeners, my peers, business owners, our community's leaders and everyday residents who have kept their head up and continued on. I've seen the fire that burns bright in our community. When I started Our Rights Latest, I was determined to continue my work started at AC News. Practising my craft was continuing to keep the community informed. This year definitely tested that. It started with fires and as we know, that was just the tip of the iceberg. When the Ararat advertiser announced its suspension, Ararat's latest continued to deliver the news. And then a new paper arrived, and our community was a lot better for it, reconnected after two weeks of radio silence for many without an internet connection. It's been my privilege to hold this responsibility and now to be part of the new team of dedicated locals, bringing the stories that matter to you. In this final episode of Ararat's latest, let's reflect on these 12 months and be proud of our efforts in keeping the community safe so we can be where we are today. The year started with Australia on fire. More than 18.5 million hectares burnt to the ground across our country. It was Black Summer, a period of unusually intense bushfires in many parts of the country. And one of the main concerns at the moment is that hundreds of people are still trapped here in Malakuta who couldn't take those Navy ships back. And then, yeah, we got told we had to evacuate because there was fires near us and no one was actually sure where they were. Um, I was very scared. I was confused as to why it's like the middle of the day and it's pitch black like it's midnight. Georgia Heather and Brody Hunter have been heartbroken by the current fire crisis gripping Australia, so the locals decided to help those in need, launching the BNG Fire Relief Facebook page. The people that we were delivering to, they were under the impression that we were only delivering a couple of boxes. Um, so it was pretty funny that we, when we rocked up with two ute loads and two tandem trailers full of donuts, they were pretty stunned, so it was pretty funny to see. This fire season, uh, I've been on three-strike teams. Oh, you get a personal sense of satisfaction that you're able to go and help somebody else. Firefighters from New South Wales, from all over Victoria, South Australia, that have come uh, over this way to help out with the fires, the Mount Lubra fires in 06, the Moiston fires in 15, and some other fires we've had around, to be able to go and either repay someone for them coming over to help us, or we're getting in credit. The annual Australia Day Awards paid tribute to the work of the Ararat Fire Brigade and Ararat Neighbourhood House, whilst awarding the Ararat Ambassador to Peter Carthew AM, who sadly passed away suddenly on Boxing Day late last year. 
Now, the Arab Mystical Comedy Society is gearing up for its 2020 production after their mammoth but successful undertaking of Les Mis last year. We really wanted to uh, hone in on something that was more light-hearted, fun. All Shook Up certainly fit the bill of being very different from Les Mis, very, very positive. Road safety campaigner Donald Gibb is preparing to launch the Road Safety Promotion Association. The new association will begin by focusing on educating young sporting club members in Western Victoria. Local wildlife photographer Wayne Suffield brought to attention the hoon activity at Warriakkan Swamp in early February. It's impossible to calculate the damage that's being done to the, the wildlife out here. It's a great wildlife location. It's our only seasonal wetland and here we have people coming here at night and just tearing it up. I think that type of uh, destruction is absolutely devastating for us because we put so much emphasis on the natural wildlife that surrounds the lake and to see some idiots do something like that is absolutely soul-destroying as far as we're concerned. Andre Jones isn't a huge fan of running, but on Australia Day, he departed the MCG on a 1,600-kilometre journey to raise funds for our farmers and wildlife. The, jo- the ongoing joke is that it gives my wife a break from me, you see. I wanted to do something for various charities that have had some influence in my life, and uh, other than uh, doing what everyone else does, you know, sausage sizzles or running's what I can do, even if I don't love it, I can do it. Arat Parkrun organisers shared their disappointment on Saturday morning after discovering that their storage shed had been broken into during the week. The group is now looking for their missing volunteer vests, an item that shouldn't be too hard to find. They're going to be of no use to anyone. The 12th annual Grampians Ride to Remember saw the small town of Elmhurst band together to feed more than 300 riders taking part in the annual event, riding 194Ks through the Grampians to raise money for the Blue Ribbon Foundation Arat branch. And it's gone like clockwork, so the most important thing, the ride's gone safely, no incidents, very well controlled by our marshals and also Victoria Police with the solos and the highway patrols. Grampians Music Festival director Carly Fleckno joined me in February to call for local support of the annual festival. Its ticket sales were down 40% due to the bushfire crisis, extreme weather and festival cancellations across the country. So even for a festival like ours, which is considered small and boutique, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to put together. So I'm not going to turn my nose up at $20,000 if we were (laughs) successful with a grant. But it is just a drop in the ocean, so we have to put all kinds of other things in place to make sure that, you know, we can we can ensure that we can have a 2021 festival. This Friday, East Grampians Health Service is hosting a Murray to Moyne fundraiser at J Ward with local stars Orange Whip performing. The 17th edition of the Western District's Classic Foot Race will set off from the old Joyce Farm and send runners down the fabled Sandy Lane this Saturday. Well, I think it's such a quirky event and it's become a bit of a favourite on the calendar around Wallora and of course has that history of the Joyce family involvement and now it's morphed into more of a community organised event. Arab business owners and employers attended an information and discussion session on Thursday to give their feedback on the Arab and In Transition project. Uh, It's essentially a project that council um, has funded to look at preparing an action plan, is probably the short version, an action plan for um, responding to the economic drivers that are going on around town and really bringing about growth and change in the residential and employment areas within the town. After months of planning, the Resilience Project visited town at the end of February and Arat's latest went live from the Arat Town Hall.
Hello and welcome. I'm coming to you live this afternoon from the Ararat Town Hall. Um, so we provide emotionally um, engaging programs and we talk about gratitude, empathy, kindness, mindfulness and basically the strategies that we can put into play to support ourselves when dealing with adversity and, um, and being able to be aware that also we're not alone. I think that's the key. I think a lot of the times when we go into um, any area, it's people believe that they're on their own when they're not, when they're dealing with maybe trauma, dealing with any adversity and the importance of speaking to one another, helping one another out and being aware of that. And 500 people are hopefully going to walk away with that message today. So thanks so much for your time, Martin. No, thank you, mate. I really appreciate it. Pleasure to meet you. You know, as, as, a, as, a, as a school, we, we figure that we're a, a fairly strong um, community-based organisation and, and we, we feel our connection to community is something that we can um, really channel to make a difference um, through this project. And it's something that I think, as a, as a, certainly as a staff um, and a school council, we feel... Resilience is something that we, we value um, and we can only see you know, long-term benefits for not only our, our students but the, the community as a whole. The Ararat Chalambar Golf and Bowls Club has recently appointed a new manager. Bonaventure Ty has stepped into the role, having worked at places such as Flemington Racecourse. The, the facility itself, what it presents, uh, it's, a, it's a, an amount, well, probably one of the most uh, premium sporting precincts in, in one of the regional places that I've actually played. The Ararat Suicide Prevention Awareness Group is holding its inaugural Suicide Prevention Memorial Walk and Ceremony this Friday. This is something we hope to have continue in, in years to come, that we'll have AUAK Day in September. Six months later, we'll have the Memorial Walk to honour people in our community who have lost their lives to suicide and for their family and friends to have a remembrance service in their honour. By the 9th of March and the 8th episode of Ararat's latest, the coronavirus pandemic was becoming a reality. Lockdown was not far away and toilet paper was missing from shelves. That's of an argument in Sydney at a supermarket. It's happening across the country. A person had to be tasered at one incident and staff have had to protect deliveries like security when they're arriving in loading docks. It's been really bizarre. There was even an argument at Treasure Hunters Clearance Warehouse in Ararat here on Saturday. Luckily, it didn't escalate quite like that one. The 26th Jailhouse Rock Festival is coming up this weekend. Committee member Pauline joins me now. Lots of cars, uh, good music, so rock and roll dancing. There's a dance competition so they can come along and watch that. Um, and see a lot of people dressed up in the 50s and 60s gear. So Festival of Small Halls is um, a regional music tour. We take um, major international and Australian artists out of big festivals all around the country, and we put them on tour to little community halls. The Ararat motorbike track is undergoing uh, quite a makeover at the moment. Correct. What work has been done? Uh, major earth moving work's been done, um, just to tidy up the track, freshen it, bring it into the... Oh, not new age, but yeah, like sort of just get it up to scratch. And then the world began to change quicker than we could keep up with. Restrictions imposed a new way of living our lives. Hello and welcome to this COVID-19 special. What a week it has been. The coronavirus crisis continues to change by the hour as more cases are detected here in Australia and across the world. So far, touch wood, Ararat has not yet seen a positive test, but it's a matter of when, not if. Because we don't know what's going on. Probably just the unknown because there's not really much communication about what is happening. So, yeah, it's a bit scary. Oh, Jack, confusing is an underestimate. Um, as of last night, we were up at the clinic bringing everybody forward to have appointments today. And then for this morning, 
Um, it comes through from our Victorian government that we, our industry actually can still stay open at this minute. We're living literally hour by hour, aren't we? I just said to my husband last night, I was just up and down all night, just um, thinking of things like, um, you know, um, freight, whether I'd have parcels, what, what will I do when parcels arrive and we're not at the shop, you know, trying to survive through this at the moment because it's really quite hard times. And we're all just trying to boost each other up and um, and we will, we'll get through this. The Ararat Musical Comedy Society has decided to postpone its production of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which was scheduled to be staged in June. We were, we're not that far from halfway halfway through our process. Once you count auditions and everything, we're nearly nearly halfway through. So how hard does that make the decision to halt everything? Oh, really difficult. And it's it's um, not just the, the, the love and passion um, that so many locals uh, have for, for musical theatre. Um, it's it's the hours and hours and hours of uh, work and thoughts and efforts and, and creative um, juices flowing. Harrow Rural City Council CEO Dr Tim Harrison is on the line. We've closed face-to-face customer service at our customer service centre at Vincent Street, but residents can still email in and they can still telephone us. Yeah, look, we, we have to act on the, the best advice we receive from the state and federal governments. They're the experts in this space. And I guess as the, uh, as the virus becomes more prevalent, we're really hoping that it doesn't have an impact in our app. We have to plan for if and when it does, and um, we'll be reviewing our service delivery as that happens. Um, but it is a very trying time for everyone, and um, it's a, it's a It's a really difficult time for a small business. Tourism is another industry that is taking a big hit at the moment. Friends of Jayward decided late last week to put all of their Jayward and Arradale tours on hold. Many of us are reasonably aged people. Most of us retired people. And many of us have ongoing health issues. So for many people uh, who are involved, their doctor's orders were really that we shouldn't be doing these things. Local footy seasons have been delayed to at least the end of May. The AFL Victoria will look at it again then and we may get a start on June 6th. But, you know, being honest, I think that's probably unlikely. Hayden Crawford is the owner of the Rex Cafe and Bar. Hayden, has the inconsistency of clear information made this process confusing for you? Super confusing. We don't know where we stand. We don't know... Uh, what road to take, like turning off a light switch. It's it's going to massively affect us. We've got eight staff members that are sitting in limbo as well right now because we have no hours for anyone. But when the going got tough, we saw signs of kindness. Local residents Leah Heinrich and Carly McInnes launched the Pay It Forward Western Victoria Facebook page to bring positivity and hope to the local community. This just seems like a really simple way we could do something for the community and bring the community together when we can't actually be together physically, help with our mental health, um, sharing good stories about what's happening in the, in the community, positive things that people have done, um, but also um, putting out um, offers to help. So if there are practical things that we can, that people in the community can do to help people, whether it's going to the chemist to pick up a script and dropping it off at someone's house, on the front doorstep um, or, um, you know, giving someone a, a toilet paper roll that they've mm. got too many of. Um, just little simple things that we can do, all do to rally together and, and help each other in these uncertain and just really, I, say, I, I guess it's mind-boggling. Our local paper, the Arat Advertiser, along with the Stall Times News and the Wimmer Times, has halted printing until at least the end of June. They're continuing to update their online coverage, but I'm told that will be run by journalists outside of our district and be very minimal. Moving along now, students across the state began learning at home last Wednesday. A 
new normal that we've been told to expect for the entirety of term two. Definitely been different, um, being in my own environment instead of the school around all my friends and teachers. Uh, are you concerned about what this is going to do to that end last year of school? Yeah, 100%. I'm really worried about sacks and things like that because they might be cutting some down. Our end of year exam results might actually depend on last year's results and this year's like sacks and stuff put together. It's just a big mess, to be honest. Fuel prices now, well, they've stirred up further conversation this week locally. On Friday, unleaded fuel was just 98 cents in Maribara, but here in Ararat, it was $1.38. The lowest price in Ararat today is $1.35. In Great Western, it's 16 cents cheaper at $1.19. In Beaufort, it's even cheaper again at $1.09. Nicholas Platt from RACV joins me now to discuss this further. Nicholas, Ararat has one of the most expensive fuel prices in Victoria. Victoria. Why do we see such high prices here in Ararat? Well, Ararat prices typically don't alter very much, and we're talking going back for the past three or four years. Local towns nearby, um, they may be smaller areas that are actually hold a lot of commuters that are going to other regional centres to fill up, whereas Ararat, being a little bit larger, may have a more captive market. There's been lots of kindness in the mail recently thanks to a creative initiative by Resilient Ararat and East Grampians Health Service. Yeah, they have embraced it. We have had over 15 parcels in the mail and some of them had multiple artworks and letters in them. I think we're pretty lucky with it. Um, the kids of today, they've got kind hearts. I made a waterfall, a farm. Um, it was a greenhouse car. And rainbows. Very good. And why did you make that? Because I think they might like some farm animals. They make people happy. Um, Because I thought it would brighten up other people's day because it's all bright blue. Local women's clothing store Two Tags celebrated its 10th anniversary on Thursday. Oh, Jack, we're, we're really um, happy to be celebrating this. I mean, it's probably not how we ideally would have liked to have celebrated. We would have loved to have had our doors open and seen our, um, the faces of our amazing loyal customers. But anyway, unfortunately, um, through Facebook and Instagram and our website, we can have a contactless celebration that way, I think, is the best way to put it. At the end of April and in early May, we got news that the Ara Advocate was coming to town thanks to publisher Craig Wilson, who was determined to fill the news gap left by the Ara Advertiser's suspension. The Ara Advocate will be probably similar to what we actually do in Pyrenees Shire with the Pyrenees Advocate. It will be full of uh, local news. It will be full of kids at school. It'll be full of uh, information about um, what people are up to in their day-to-day lives. Of course, at the moment, there's not a lot of events uh, happening around the traps, nor sporting events happening around the traps. But once um, once you see the, the reintroduction of sport and, and community events, I think that uh, we'll, we'll really be able to prove what we can do. Kerry Street Kindergarten Director Cara Bartlett is on the line to explain what life is like trying to keep children physically distanced. Oh, that's been probably the most challenging, I guess. And one way that we're trying to combat that is that we're running the program mostly outdoors. However, they, they're still hands-on and, you know, when a child falls over, they still need comforting. Um, so it is. it has been challenging. Anzac Day looked very different in 2020 with usual services unable to go ahead. Instead, local musicians and young kids played the last post, which echoed around town as people remembered those who have served and died for Australia from their homes. 
Emma Coburn owns her own locally based travel agency called Eat, Pray, Love Travel and has spent the last two months working unpaid, postponing and cancelling upcoming trips and ensuring her clients overseas got back home safely before lockdown restrictions were implemented. I've literally had to undo everything. From start to finish. Returning now to Hopkins Correctional Centre, the facility has taken precautions after three prisoners returned inclusive results for coronavirus. They're a bit unusual. So um, those three uh, inmates uh, were all asymptomatic, so none of them were unwell. Um, but nonetheless, the tests were positive. We've done uh, a barrage of tests of their close contacts and they've all been negative as well. Uh, so it remains a bit of a mystery. Ararat, of course, has had no cases um, for a little while now. And at the mm-hmm. council meeting last week, it was mentioned that the street seems to be getting a little bit busier. Are you concerned about people maybe relaxing their own their own thoughts about what's going on? I am concerned that people think they can re- reinterpret the rules for to suit themselves. You shouldn't be out unless you're exercising or uh, going to work or, or education uh, compassionate reasons or essential shopping. And uh, I think people are sort of taking it into their own hands. And I'm sure in their own minds they're saying it's okay, but it's not okay. Dynamic Dance Ararat has made the tr- transition into online dancing, which has seen s- local students transform their lounge rooms into makeshift dance studios. Jacob Gibson spent hours in the Marion College Drama Hall as a teenager, discovering his passion for stage management and the magic of a live performance whilst growing up in Ararat. But um, it is difficult, especially knowing that we, there's no future in sight. All our future work has been cancelled now um, for weeks and months because we don't know when these restrictions are going to be end. Um, unfortunately, the theatre is the first to go and will probably be the last to come back when these restrictions are lifted. So it is a scary time, um, but we have to wait and see about when we can go back to work. An Irish U at Arradale has recently been a finalist in the 2020 National Trust Victorian Tree of the Year contest. Ararat's target country will become a Kmart hub in early to mid next year. It's going to be a Kmart but on a smaller scale, much like what we saw with target country. There's been talk of an increase in pet sales and adoptions around Australia during the pandemic. Jill, what have you been seeing here? Are adoption rates increasing? I've noticed a lot of people wanting to adopt a dog, but I have noticed that a lot of people are looking for small fluffy dogs that probably wouldn't normally do it, which is always a bit of a worry because you worry what happens and everyone goes back to being semi-normal. Ararat's Catholic Parish has made the unusual step to hire a chef and acquire a takeaway licence. We decided why don't we use it for uh, the purpose that it was built and employ a chef who had lost his job. Let's get him into this kitchen, if we could get a takeaway license, if we could get that organised, facilitate the cooking of meals for families in need. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are sick of cooking and we thought, why not? In the time of a pandemic, it really should be the churches that are looking after the people and not shutting down. Well, Laura's St Patrick's Church is in the midst of a renovation and has recently risen to the heavens. Owner Di Cook and her husband Matthew Harris are restoring the church. A week later, as they've moved through the restumping process, I was amazed again today. Just the, the level of expertise that they used to lift it and this was all to restore the stumps that were over 100 years old. Great Western's Green Eggs had a change of ownership early this year after Alan and Shelley Green put their 21-year-old business on the market. 
The Warner family of southwest Victoria acquired the property and its 35,000 chickens in January. We're a family business, my two brothers and my parents and I, so it was a great opportunity to expand. We're really passionate about providing free-range eggs to Victoria and this is an opportunity to go on a larger scale. And I visited the Patricia Hinchy Centre, perhaps you might know it as the Day Centre, because it was their first day back in business after the pandemic forced them to close their doors for 10 weeks. And as a team here, we sat down and worked out how we can still provide services for our community people. Mental health played a big part in this because they all struggled with what is this virus. Um, they were scared. And that friendly face visiting every day was just amazing. Graham Bailey has been attending the day centre since November last year and couldn't be happier that the service is operating once again. When the centre rang me last week to let me know that we were coming back today, I actually cried. I was that excited, I cried. The Arat Show Society has cancelled its annual agriculture show, which was scheduled for the last Sunday in October. Well, we've got a bit of a problem in that we work with the... Um, the whole of the Wimmera group and as you know stores on the day before they decided um, some couple of weeks ago to actually cancel so the carnival people told us that they wouldn't be coming. Ground staff at Chalambar Golf and Bowls Club have utilised the recent course closure to conduct upgrades that have been on hold for decades. It's been, I think it's been 20 years I want to want to do those two greens and we sort of made a positive out of negative. The, the shutdown of the golf course has allowed us that opportunity to, to do that and do it within the time frame that we had. It was pretty amazing. They did to the, the two holes in literally a week mm. um, to turn it around. Um, so there has been some positives out of it. The Arat and District Four-Wheel Drive Club held its first event on Saturday following the isolation period. As I mentioned earlier, gyms have reopened today despite a backflip on a number of other restrictions. The doors will open up 9am on the 22nd of June. And yeah, just excited to get back to a healthy lifestyle. The Grampian Soaring Club has returned to the air in the last couple of weeks. Young drivers awaiting their learner permit, hazard perception and licence tests may have to wait months beyond their birthdays as Vic Roads begins to work through a backlog of appointments. A Department of Transport spokesperson told the Ararat Advocate that more than 300 appointments have been postponed here in Ararat. The ones who are really going to feel it is the ones that have just turned 18 because I believe there's, there's going to be a bit of a waiting list because they've got to clear the backlog first, which is, which is fair enough also. People just probably need to be patient. And it's going to take them probably two or three months maybe so they could even look like getting a booking possibly. A new book will explore why the Aradale Lunatic Asylum has become known globally as Australia's most haunted building. So this is uh, Aradale, The Making of a Haunted Asylum. And the key question I wanted to look at is what makes a place become perceived as haunted in the public imagination? You know, why is it that this particular site has now become, you know, represented all over the country, even globally, as, you know, Australia's most haunted site and so on? Our local Rural Australians for Refugees chapter has welcomed Ararat's first refugee family to town with the help of Ararat's Uniting Church. It's been the group's dream to assist refugees and to welcome a family into the Ararat community for some time, having donated money and goods to help refugees in the past. President Leonie Foster said although the group is a big supporter of the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre in Melbourne, their aim has always been to do something more local. This is a great outcome. It's only a start, but it's yeah, it's certainly um, it's very exciting. What started out as a bit of fun for friends William Hope and Jack Bartlett, the Mohawk look has now turned into a school-wide fundraising effort at Ararat 800 that has surpassed $2,600.
By early July, our worst nightmare had become a reality. Coronavirus round two was in full swing. Premier Daniel Andrews spoke this morning. He announced a further 273 cases in the last 24 hours and that a man in his 70s has sadly passed away. Locals have expressed concern that local prison officers may be unnecessarily exposed to COVID-19 while working at hotel quarantine in Melbourne. It's understood about 10 officers from Hopkins Correctional Centre have taken up the job. Member for Ripon, Louise Staley, has said that she understands the officers will work seven days on and then seven days off back here in Ararat. Three local wineries are joining forces to showcase the unique peppery flavour of our region's Shiraz. And it's a collaboration between Mount Langy-Duran Winery, Mountainside Wines and Dog Rock Winery who are just in the Pyrenees, just the other side of Pyrenees Highway. Uh, it is based on the chemical compound called Rotundin and it is found in the skin of red grapes. Ararat is preparing for another downturn in trade across the region as visitors from Melbourne dry up. We rely on traffic travelling through to the Grampians and um, it's not going to be easy. So whilst there's local support uh, for Victoria or Melbourne, if you like, the rural and regional areas need to uh, jump on that bandwagon and make sure we get uh, supported as well. Ararat College has appointed its first substantive female principal, announcing that Ali McDougall will lead the school after Jeff Sawyer retired in April. I do love this school and I have a deep passion to have a positive impact on all the students and the staff that are here um, and I value um, everyone within it, students and staff included, and I love working with them as a team. So I, I get a lot, I suppose, of fulfilment out of being um, the leader of this school and um, I couldn't be prouder when people ask me what I do and where I work. Plans are in motion as the Lions Club of Ararat prepares to host the organisation's district convention for the first time in November. Members are hopeful that the event will continue as planned. Ararat Storm was preparing to begin the delayed 2020 season as the only football club representing the community with a senior side. The probability of that occurring is now very unlikely because Victoria's Chief Health Officer, Professor Brett Sutton, has made the decision to halt the resumption of full contact training and competition for people aged 19 and over in regional Victoria. Today we had 459 additional cases and sadly another 10 deaths. Leaders have banded together to urge Ararat residents to consider wearing a mask in public to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Hopkins Correctional Centre was back in lockdown this week after a staff member at a men's jail in Melbourne tested positive. Sewers are working around the clock to fulfil hundreds of face mask orders from locals. Jackie Harrison has been sat behind a sewing machine all week for 16 hours a day. So I made the rest of the kids theirs and I was getting more and more messages. So I thought, you know what, I'll just crack out some masks and sell a few and that will help with the bills and I had never imagined how many masks I would be making. Mm. So how many masks do you think you've made so far? So far I would be up at about 70 but my list is probably 200 or more. The Arata Stedford's wish to let the show go on has been squashed by the second wave of COVID-19. You know, our aim was to hang on for as long as we could and we had things ready to go that if we put entries just open for a week, we could manage that way. Sticking with the performing arts theme, nothing is going to stop 15-year-old Zafira Davies-Harrison from writing and directing her first production, not even COVID-19. The lead roles will be given to younger people first, but that does not mean that old people can't audition. I'd like youth to have a higher chance of getting roles as a lot of the time you'll find usually adults and 
older people get the lead roles first and I want the roles switched and get younger people out there first. East Grampians Health Service has implemented new changes and says if someone is to test positive for COVID-19 in Ararat and needs care, they will be transferred to Ballarat. I think our anxiety levels are a little bit raised. There was a lot of visitors in the previous two weeks during school holidays to the our, our region. In early August, the nightmare got worse. Stage 3 restrictions returned for regional Victoria and Melbourne was placed into Stage 4, one of the harshest lockdowns seen around the world in an effort to suppress the virus. The return to lockdown will once again have repercussions for local business and the future of many stores, but Ararat is far from the epicentre. Headlines locally this week, a layer of snow covered parts of the Ararat district on Tuesday as the mercury hovered near freezing. Snow fell around Lake Bolac, Minanera, Tatiyoon, Beaufort and up on Mount Cole and Mount William where it remained late Tuesday afternoon. Ararat meat exports will scale back production by a third from this week, resulting in probable job losses. Operator Michael Stapleton told Tammy Munro the jobs would go under blanket rules imposed on abattoirs by the state government this week. Remote learning returned for all year levels across the state on Wednesday and one Rimney family has the university qualifications to handle it. Secondary school teachers Anna and Andy Reynolds will be assisting three of their four children throughout the next six weeks whilst teaching their own classes at Ararat College. Both last time it was a lot of unknown um, whereas this time we know we knew what was going to be expected I suppose. 2020 has been a year of cancellations and the return to stage three restrictions has caused more headaches for couples wanting to tie the knot. Stage three means a couple can only hold a wedding with five attendees, including themselves and the celebrant. But with mandatory mask wearing, many are postponing completely to avoid the COVID-19 impact. Well, Laura's Belinda Baclay was planning to marry her partner Lachlan in October, with 180 guests on his parents' farm near Inverlay. The quick thinkers made the decision to hold a ceremony in May, and now they're thanking their lucky stars. We thought, well, it could get worse, and we might not even be able to get married at all so we thought well while we can still have some people we may as well just do it. Wedding photographer Justine Misson has been riding the restrictions roller coaster and says her client base has practically dried up. But yeah definitely it's stressful but I, I don't know we're all in it together and our community is really good I think yeah just trying to trying to stay positive and be a ray of sunshine for people who are freaking out out there. Ararat College is seeking interest from past students to join their new alumni database designed to increase aspiration levels amongst students. The goal of the program will be to uh, create awareness um, of some of these fantastic things that past students from Ararat College have moved on to and then using that information to help inspire our current students. We've reached the halfway point of the supposed six-week lockdown and it seems numbers are much lower and things might be looking up. Today, Victoria did record 208 new cases and sadly, another 17 deaths. Locally, our numbers have changed this week. We now have one active case in the Ararat Rural City and that case was detected at East Grampians Health Services screening program. The Ararat Wise Minettes have called it quits on this year's debutante ball. Rehearsals and the actual event have been impossible to organise with the Ararat Town Hall closed and strict social distancing rules which make partner work impossible. Ararat's generosity has left the Ruddle family speechless with the community donating a combined $12,101 in support of the Allergy and Immunology Foundation of Australasia. 
The fundraiser, organised by Jackie Ruddle's sister Angie Wyhappy and family friend Claire Vanina in support of three-year-old Sage and 11-month-old Cohen, has been labelled an overwhelming success. Both Sage and Cohen have a long list of food allergens which can cause frightening anaphylaxis. It was, um, yeah, so very successful um, and we can't thank the community um, enough for that. AME Systems will hire around 20 students from Ararat's two secondary schools to fill an employment gap during the COVID-19 pandemic. Which we believe would be, you know, community win-win. The students will get some work experience um, with AME and we in turn get a bit of labour which we will train and utilise to fill the, the bit of a gap that we've got at the moment. Glasses were raised for Best Wines in the last fortnight to celebrate the historic winery's latest accolade, named Best Value Winery of the Year at the 2021 Halliday Wine Companion Awards. Australian wine writer, critic and senior wine competition judge James Halliday AM has highlighted the winery's world-class quality and unique plantings. Best Managing Director Ben Thompson and Father Viv Thompson were overjoyed by the announcement, as was the wider family. The Thompson family has owned the label for 100 years this year, purchasing the now 154-year-old business in 1920 from Henry Best's son. There was one story that stood out more than most in 2020, and that was one of Toby, a Ararat 800 primary school student who has a very kind heart. Because the coronavirus, some some parents don't want to work, but they still have to work. They're dropping past, they can grab some lotties and drinks. And um, there's a sign on the top that says from Toby and Jaden, so they know who it's from. And there's sanitizer, hints of it. And at the bottom there's like um, some wipes so they can wipe their hands. And there's like masks so they can grab them because my dad has heaps of masks. We have like 200. School principal Ryan Oliver noted the amazing thing Toby's done at their Monday assembly. And um, it just, it, it gave us all a little bit of a buzz. Um, and really, he, he teaches us a lesson. You know, we can always think of other people. It's easy to think of ourselves sometimes. But when we think of others... Um, it's naturally a wonderful thing. Hello and welcome. Happy Father's Day. It's been a big day of news with the state government announcing Victoria's roadmap out of lockdown. There is close to no changes that will affect our businesses, businesses that have been grappling with an array of different restrictions since March. It's interesting to highlight businesses such as Skinco and K-Pointer are some of the hardest hit. They will not be able to reopen until the last step. That's another step after the third, which is not expected until sometime after November 23rd. Many business owners and employees attended a mindfulness webinar on Wednesday night thanks to the Greater Ararat Business Network and Resilient Ararat, an opportunity that came at perfect timing. Uh, I'm trying to provide a bit of hope and a bit of positivity that we are a great little vibrant town and, and we need to stick together and we are stronger together and I just keep trying to provide hope and positivity rather than the negative aspects of this uh, pandemic. For almost a century, Legacy has kept a promise to thousands of veterans' families to provide financial and social support for those in their care during times of hardship and grief. The Legacy Week badge appeal is Ararat Legacy's principal fundraising activity, but the smiling faces of Ararat's legatees were absent from local streets this year. It has forced us 
and not just Ararat, but the whole state and most of Australia into a new way of thinking on how to fundraise. Outdoor markets have been given the green light to proceed during Stage 3 and Stage 4 restrictions, but Ararat market organisers are sticking by their plan to put community health first. It's really hard. We really want it, but the same thing, we don't want to bring it into the community you know, bringing anything into the community. Ararat Theatre Company has cancelled its end-of-year theatre restaurant, the latest cancellation in a long list of annual performances. The announcement comes after the one-act play festival was cancelled earlier in the year and Ararat Musical Comedy Society postponed its production of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to 2021. You know, we held out for a long time hoping that, uh, you know, with the restrictions and everything that it would, um, you know, that we'd get time to do it, you know, in a situation where we could do it. But, you know, the reality is um, the stage four will be lifted to stage three. And, you know, if you're not if you're not actually working on it by now, um, chances of you putting on a good end of year show are pretty uh, getting towards slim, as you well know. We're better off putting it off till next year when we can run a good show. East Grampians Health Service has thanked the generous local businesses who have donated gifts for their staff out of appreciation for the vital work they're undertaking. The organisation has received vouchers from Skinco for special pampering sessions, which were randomly handed out to five of their staff. Skinco owner Sarah Hollins said it was a small gesture her business could offer to the locals protecting community health. Our nurses and the staff up at the hospital, they've been on the front line for the past six months, even a little bit longer now, and I just cannot begin to imagine the tension and the stress that they've had just the littlest things that sometimes can mean the world to people and us giving away some vouchers really is nothing in hindsight for what they've been doing for our community. Businesses have begun to open up again. Restrictions have eased to allow cafes, restaurants and some outdoor entertainment venues to reopen. Hopkins Correctional Centre has a renewed focus on staff wellbeing to support a healthy work environment. The focus comes just over 12 months after allegations of misogyny and bullying by former staff at Corrections Victoria facilities. Some passionate campaigning from the beauty industry, spearheaded by Skinco owner Sarah Holland, convinced the government to change that. Within days now, not months, the industry is back open in regional Victoria. Oh, it means so much, Jack. Um, two and a half months of lost income, continuing to pay my staff wages with a decrease in job seeker as well. It was looking pretty frightening and the fact that we weren't actually going to even be eligible for job seeker, um, my business, was really quite concerning so to bring it forward so much um it's just amazing and it takes away so much stress i will definitely sleep better tonight moving forward now in the next week uh are you busy straight back into it or are you going to ease back into having bookends booked out gone (laughs) as of this afternoon we're booked Technology has revolutionised the way Ararat Medical Centre cares for residents during the pandemic and it seems likely that telehealth is here to stay. GPs have been speaking with their patients via online consultations since the early days of the pandemic, utilising video and phone technology. Practice manager Gary Hurst said it's unlikely that they'll reach a point where the technology will no longer be utilised. I think there's, a, there's mixed feelings for, from both sides. Some patients absolutely love it. They can just ring their doctor, speak to their doctor, get their prescriptions... And, and find that their, their health needs are met. Others really miss that face-to-face contact and they like coming in, they like seeing the doctor. We think that um, we're not going to get a point where we say, okay, no more telehealth, we all go back to um, face-to-face appointments. The, we, in some ways, we're probably hoping that um, telehealth continues because we've, we've installed a lot of infrastructure. 
Ararat's two colleges have a unified message for students returning to the classroom again in Term 4. In my conversations with students, it's just reminding them there's, there's more to life than, than just external achievements and, and even the hardships and ups and downs of life. What's inside you matters and your character matters and all those character strengths they're using to get through this time, that's something to be really proud of. There was an uplifting story on the front page of The Advocate on Friday by my colleague Tammy Munro. Early morning walkers rescued one of Alexandra Lake's signets from Tangled Fishing Line on Wednesday morning. Ararat eateries are adapting to the newest seating restrictions, but for many restaurants and cafes located in Barclay Street, the logistics of outdoor dining are difficult. I know they're pushing outdoor dining, but you know we had snow last week, so no one's going to sit out there at the moment either. Yeah, no, not much we can do about it, unfortunately. So certainly the, the room is there, but so we run the risk of somebody popping in and giving us a fine, or <laughs> do we just... Uh, the, the Lions Club of Ararat has made the call to move their district convention online in November. Spirits were high when President Bob Sanders spoke to me in July, but the second wave of COVID-19 has forced them to alter their plans. September the 7th was our, uh, our date that we would make the decision on whether the um, convention would go ahead as normal or as a delegate or as a um, an online only. Prior to that... Because of the, lock, the lockdown that came in, um, it became apparent that we weren't going to be able to have the convention as normal. The daily coffee run will look a little different for Ararat residents over the coming weeks as Resilient Ararat launches a new campaign to promote positive mental health strategies. In support of Mental Health Week, Resilient Ararat has supplied cafes throughout the Ararat rural city with specially branded takeaway coffee cups. Project Officer Jane Moriarty is on the line. Jane, it's been a very different year than what you were planning when you first launched Resilient Ararat, but in a way it has been good timing for this sort of initiative. Can you tell me about this new campaign. Yeah, that's exactly right, Jack. So obviously it was it's not the year that we thought, um, but I think we were very lucky to get Martin to um to town to do the presentation from the resilience project when we did, just in time. And this um campaign sort of came, I guess, out of the COVID restrictions where takeaway um outlets and cafes were sort of the only thing open in town. Um and obviously everyone loves the coffee. So we thought, why not use that as a way to get our message across? In the last few months of 2020, life here in Victoria began to return to a COVID normal. School students returned for a second time this year back to the classroom and restrictions continued to ease. The iconic Melbourne Cup was on display in Great Western on Friday, much to the delight of local residents and school children. Voters enrolled in the Ararat Rural City Council election are reminded they have until 6pm this Friday to return their completed ballot material. Willora Modern has been celebrating this week after coming away with two wins from last weekend's Tidy Towns Awards. And it wasn't just Willora celebrating this week, the Western Victoria Wine Challenge has provided a list of wineries with a positive boost, naming their 2020 winners. Um, yeah, we had a record um, number of entries this year, 184, so breaking our previous record of two years ago. So. I think you know, contributing to that, we, we um, decided to give back to our participants and and uh, halve the price of the entry fee, so from 40 to $20. And I think that was um, really uh, key to increasing those entry numbers. New resources are available across the Grampians and Pyrenees to streamline the process of seeking assistance and emergency relief. The Grampians-Pyrenees Primary Care Partnership has launched a mental health support guide 
food security guide and emergency relief directory to highlight the services in the region. University students will remain online for the remainder of the year, having only spent a handful of weeks on campus in 2020. It's been interesting. Um, it's been nice to, you know, see the family a bit more because I'd only come down every two weeks on the weekend to see them and work and everything. Indoor gyms remain closed under Step 3 restrictions, but a local fitness trainer has recommenced her classes outside to get local women active. Ashley Knight runs her small business, Strong Vibes Fitness, from her backyard and has hit the ground running after the second lockdown. I'm so excited. Just to be able to have a, a proper routine, being able to... I vibe so hard off the girls. Like, every single day, um, you know, just being able to um, inspire girls and feel their vibe in classes and be, be able to... Um, you know, really see them and push them to reach their own potential in class. Students streamed into primary school gates with smiles from ear to ear on the first Tuesday of term. My assistant principal and I deliberately made sure we, we cleared our schedules for the day so we could be with the kids. Um, and, you know, we were out at the gates welcoming them in this morning and there was a, a little bit of trepidation from some, but on the whole we've had some very excited kids to be reconnecting with their, their social circles and with their teachers. We felt that people were a little bit more comfortable moving into it um, and we felt that we had um, greater levels of engagement, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, we tried a few different things to, to make sure that people were still engaged, but really more so proud of parents and students um, for the efforts that they put in um, working from home. The last fortnightly episode of Arat's latest aired on the 1st of November before I took a break for the exam and end of year period. It was a big show that covered a lot of news, including that of the Jabberong Embassy. I'll get to the Western Highway protest in just a moment, but let's take a quick look at other headlines locally this week. Votes are being counted in the Ararat Rural City Council elections. Out of the 6,165 formal votes counted to date, the Victorian Electoral Commission released first preference votes on Wednesday. Health authorities sprung into action late last week after traces of COVID-19 were detected in Ararat's wastewater. A pop-up clinic was quickly established at East Grampians Health Service in partnership with Ballarat Health's Rapid Response Team. Ararat was swarmed by Victoria Police this week to remove protesters from the Jabberong Heritage Protection Embassy and surrounding camps whilst contractors cut down what the Jabberong Embassy calls a directions tree on Monday before an injunction halted further work. That is the sound of Jabberong people, elders and supporters being removed from the camp on Tuesday morning. Police and machinery arrived on site shortly after the highway was closed at 8am. Over the next four hours, police cleared the site, arresting approximately 40 protesters for failing to leave a restricted area and a further 10 for breaching the Chief Health Officer's directions. Casey Baxter has been brave enough to stand up to the majority to call for kindness. The real problem is that those thoughts and feelings exist, that they're in the hearts of people in our community and, and people that are, you know, have prominent roles in our community, people working in, in all walks of life, in businesses, parents, as educators. It's, you know, it's a real cross-section of the community that are, that are coming out and enjoying um, seeing people and seeing First Nations people in pain and, and I really, I really struggle with that. This week, gyms were able to open their doors and dance studios also returned. There's no contact, there's spacing is something that we do naturally as dancers. So I think um, we've educated them a little bit more about what our, um, what dance classes are and the fact that we're not a community sports group. Most of us are business owners. We don't run like um, sports do for kids. Certainly I've never lived anything like this before um, and I don't ever really want to do it again. From a personal level, it's 
um, yeah, it's been draining and hard. And obviously from a business point of view, it's obviously drained the finances. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I, you can actually live off the smell of an oily rag when you can't do anything. Ararat Neighbourhood House and Corrections Victoria have formed a partnership to provide frozen meals for Ararat's most vulnerable. So the, the partnership developed earlier in the year, just before COVID, we actually developed a partnership. They send some of their staff come in and collect surplus produce from the food hub, take it back to their facility and the residents then cook meals and um, some desserts, some main meals, soups, different kinds of food that we can, then they freeze it, bring it back and we distribute it out to the community. That was 2020, brought to you by Our Rats Latest. There were ups, there were downs, and I'm certain we will never forget this year we have endured. Nothing is guaranteed in 2021, but hopefully we can continue on an upward trend. This is the last episode of Our Rats Latest for now. I move into next year with a strong focus on completing Year 12 and continuing to cover the local stories with the team at the Our Rat Advocate. I thank you for your support in 2020, and I pay special tribute to those who shared their stories with me throughout the year, It was an honour to tell them, both good and bad. Moving into the new year, I wish you and your family the very best. If you have a story, you can always email me via jack at theadvocate.net.au or by phoning or texting 0484 679 151. I look forward to hearing from you. Happy New Year. This was Arat's Latest. (laughs) 